Hello and welcome back to the Style Stories podcast. I'm your host, personal stylist Lisa Gilby, and this is a podcast that discusses everything to do with style, image, and fashion for those of us over 40. This week, I'm joined by Georgina Chapman, who is a coach, a business coach for women. She's an entrepreneur and she's not over 40, actually. She's only 31. She's at that age where I finally turned a bit of a confidence corner. It's different for everyone, but I found my 20s to be quite insecure and angsty. And she's at that lovely age, just as you get more confident, which is one of the blessings, I think, of getting older. She calls herself in business the plus size goddess and she helps other plus size goddesses in their businesses in her capacity as a coach. She joins me today to talk about where she shops, the struggles with the high street, how she feels as a plus-size woman and how sometimes she finds the term curve, which is what people are using nowadays instead of plus-size more and more, to be a little bit offensive. It's a really interesting chat. I know you're going to love this. God. So welcome everyone. We're recording my podcast, the Style Stories podcast, live with Georgina Chapman. Georgina is a business coach. I've got quite a lot in common with Georgina, actually. We're both ex-Essex girls with no intention of going back. No offence to anyone who lives in Essex, but we both started somewhere there and have lived in London for many years, both of us. Both of us have got a city background as well, and now we're both entrepreneurs, And on this podcast, I love to talk to women who are inspirational, strong women who really have a story. And that's what attracted me to Georgina. She calls herself, I'm going to get her to introduce herself in a minute and just give you a bit of background. But she calls herself the plus size goddess, helping other plus size goddesses to really reach their goals in business really powerful lots of the language around you know she says bad badass all sorts of stuff that I really find amazing and really inspirational so welcome Georgina thanks for joining me today thank you for having me I'm excited (laughs) this is could you just give us a bit of a quick sort of potted history background of what you do for those who don't know you yeah, of course. So like you said, I'm a business, I'm, I, I, if I was going to describe myself, I would just say I'm a business coach, but it is, I do a lot more than just that. The ultimate aim that my clients have when they come to work with me um, as business owners themselves is to basically make loads of money. Um, we're saying, you know, like, I don't know, 20k, 30k plus months. Um, and I really like to work with people who 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 want to make more money without doing more work um so like I'm the ultimate lazy girl and I love to work as little as as little as possible (laughs) not because I hate my job or anything like that I absolutely love it but I just don't believe in doing more work than you need to do like there's no point um I also do a, a lot of the a lot of the kind of um I'm trying to think the 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 way that I work is that I help my clients achieve a certain level of, um, I call it radical self-acceptance, because I found that when I started to really accept myself for everything I am, um, and when I say accept, I don't necessarily mean absolutely love every part of myself, but just to accept myself for who I am, what I look like, um, that's when I started to make more money. And that happened very dramatically. It happened really quickly. So I'm a big proponent of, um, yeah, accepting yourself for everything you are, 
and that does help you to go on and make more money because you're just showing up authentically and you draw in the people who can identify with you. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Something I talk about a lot on this podcast is getting to that point where you're authentically yourself. And the way I'm coming at it is from a style point of view, you know, from a personal style. So when you can accept how you look, it's all part of your image which is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to go back to that radical self-acceptance thing, because I believe as well that when you are authentically yourself, you attract the right people to you. It means that you can just express yourself better in every single way, you know, not just how you dress, but how you communicate to others. And then you feel more comfortable because you are being yourself rather than trying to be someone that you're not and comparing I think a really dangerous thing is comparing yourself to others as well and just thinking well she's more successful than me or you know she looks better than me you know all those sorts of things which unfortunately we get more nowadays with social media and it's bad I know I just wanted to um wanted to talk first of all about um you you call yourself plus size goddess and last week I had top the curve model in the UK now some people are saying plus size is they don't like that term I want to talk about that but also the fact that in the UK did you know that models plus size models start at size 10 UK size 10 and I just wanted to see what you thought about that well I think that a size 10 being called plus size is absolutely crazy (laughs) what is that in America I think that's a that would be a six. Is it a six? Yeah, in America. Yeah, I think America's two sizes down from us. Um, oh my God, can you imagine? Size six in America, size 10 here being plus size. I think it's nuts. Um, I mean, I understand why some people might not, not like the term plus size. I, I have issues, to be honest, I have issues with even the fact that, you know, bigger women don't necessarily have to, but do refer to themselves by their size why does it matter why do we actually need to say that we are a certain size you don't hear um I don't know like a size four woman saying I'm a I don't know minus size because it's lower than average whatever I don't know like it's a really odd thing but I don't know I don't have an issue with the term plus size really simply because I think it's I think it it describes me really well um I am plus size other people might want to refer to me as like curvy or big (laughs) I really hate that word big I don't know why it really rubs me up the wrong way um I think that the thing with curve is personally and this might just be me um kind of I don't know I I, I'm not sure what it is but I feel like the term curve is really patronizing um and I can't quite explain why I think that is not every plus size woman has you know like the perfect proportions so if we think about somebody like Ashley Graham who is a very probably the most famous plus size model in the world she's I mean curve model whatever she calls herself I'm not sure she has got acceptable by society standards proportions so she's got big breasts big hips big bum and a really small waist and you know she's she's in proportion she's in shape she's curvy um there are other people so for example Lizzo who I absolutely adore and I really want to go out for a drink with her, her. she drinks tequila <laughs> well, and I know you like tequila tequila so. tequila is like my thing I mean I know she it's like 11 30 in the morning but if you gave me a tequila and soda right now I'd be all over it <laughs> <laughs> um 
<laughs> standard Wednesday. Um, no, Lizzo, for example, it, she posts a lot of very revealing photos of herself on um, Instagram, which I love. She doesn't have that kind of perfect proportioned body. She's quite sort of top heavy. She's got a belly. Um, her breasts aren't that big. You know, she's not sort yeah. of curvy like by society standards. She hasn't got that um, acceptable hourglass shape. So I find the term curve kind of it kind of annoys me but I understand why people like it and I also understand why people might not like the term plus size because it's like plus what? what what's the cutoff point I mean it's certainly not a size 10 um so I think whatever you want to feel comfortable with identifying yourself as is fine yeah um, I mean it relates the plus size thing relates to the fact that the high street don't cater for that and for anyone above you know I mean a lot of standard shops I think maybe Reese for example I think they go up to size 14 you know and uh, yeah. and and then they have a plus size range so yeah. that that's kind of what it is it's not really that on the human level yeah it's more about sort of what you know what they're offering on the high street so you're within this bracket or anything outside that bracket is plus mm. yeah I get what you're saying completely I mean talking of sizes I just get so, I mean, if someone said to me, what dress size are you? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I could I could buy a size 18 and fit into that. And then I could buy a size 26. And I'm actually, I've got a pair of size 26 jeans, which fit me perfectly. And then I also have a pair of size 18 jeans, which fit me perfectly. It is, it's completely stupid. Um, I really think there needs to be regulations, mainly for, I don't care what size my clothes label says. I honestly don't. I really don't care but a lot of I think younger women especially do get bothered about their, their, their tagging their clothes basically there has to be some sort of regulation and I think it's really bad that shops are just allowed to basically say well that's a size 14 then you try and put it on and it's it doesn't fit your size 10 body or whatever yeah that is out it is outrageous actually I know in I mean I love Zara but the, the sizes in there are all over the place they I've not shopped in Zara for years because I just got fed up with it yeah um, I love the clothes though don't get me wrong I love their clothes but I just find them so infuriating because there's no consistency mm. um, I mean maybe there is now I don't know but I, the last time I went into Zara was probably five years ago and I was just like okay I'll give up <laughs> yeah yeah they need to regulate you know definitely have it regulated so that we mm. all know exactly because you can be completely different sizes so I understand why people get hung up on size because of what's what, all these messages that we're fed about yeah. the perfect size being a size 10 or whatever and like you say as well the curve thing I'm seeing it with different eyes now you've explained that to me I did show my I showed my mother-in-law a pit you know um Rachel Peru some nice photos of her she's like yeah but she's perfectly she's perfectly in proportion mm -hmm. and so is Ashley Graham like you say perfectly in proportion I know what you're saying about Lizzo as well yeah. so curve is like you say it's probably referring to that kind of still that hourglass thing I it is I mean this is the thing as a as a um I don't know I mean you can I I, I even happily use the term fat these days and a lot of people will be like oh my god you can't say that don't say you're fat and it's like well it's just an adjective it doesn't there's no meaning attached to it for me anyway um and as someone who got bullied a lot when they were younger um when I was a teenager and younger than that as well 
I was called fat and that was used in a derogatory way against me and I mean I look back to pictures of when I was that age and like I was a very normal shaped like average sized girl um who just happened to maybe develop a little bit earlier than other girls I don't know but um it's cruel it's, it's really cruel and I think that we need to I think what I think what we need to realize is that this is this is something I I mean if I could like wake up and just become a fashion designer I would because what designers don't realize and when I say designer I mean like any fashion not just high-end designers they don't they shouldn't be they shouldn't be designing clothes for women who are you know in the plus size bracket who are who who they assume have that hourglass shape because not everyone does and there is a certain privilege that comes with being bigger and having that hourglass shape and I recognize my own privilege in the fact that I have that shape myself if I had a body shape that was like a you know quite slim legs but a large I was top heavy basically if I had that shape I think I would have much more issues trying to find clothes that suited my shape and flattered my shape although flattering that's another word I have massive issue with um I know that people don't mean it necessarily in a uh, patronizing derogatory way but if someone says oh, I think that looks really flattering on you to me that's them saying oh it looks good despite your size um got it yeah yeah, yeah. I can see why you think I mean do you have you fallen in the trap of cover have you like covered yourself up and thought that looks better kind of like yeah. lots of right yeah absolutely I mean I'm not doing it as much now because I'm on this journey um but one of my major issues with my body and when I say issues I accept like I say I accept my entire body I don't necessarily love every single part of it I don't think that's necessarily I don't think that's realistic there are certain days where I just think oh god and that's just a part of you being know human. being a human you know you're not going to love every part of yourself constantly it's just it's not going to happen one part of myself that I've always had an issue with is my arms um despite the fact that my friends my family and my other half will say oh you know there's nothing wrong with your arms they're not too big or whatever I've still got this thing about my arms so you know if I'm going on a night out I will try and find something that does cover at least the tops of my arms because I'm just not keen on them um and it just I don't know when you look on sort of the plus size ranges on certain I mean I'd shop on ASOS a lot um if you look on some of the plus size ranges the clothes sometimes are hilarious because you can tell that they've been designed by a smaller person with a bigger person in mind and they're thinking right well this bigger person definitely wants to cover that that and that and that rather than just designing something that a bigger person might want to wear that doesn't need I don't know that doesn't need to cover every part of them I don't I'm not sure if that just made sense what I was saying there yeah it does it totally makes sense because it's just yeah it's assuming where your hang-ups are and yeah. that you will want to cover these bits up mm -hmm. you know and you should it doesn't look better it actually looks better like you say radical self-acceptance where we started yeah. you know wearing things that hug the, the body hug the figure showing the it's about showing the bits that you're comfortable showing yeah. which is different for everyone exactly and when you dress like you're trying to cover something up you look like you're dressing to try and cover something up <laughs> and it doesn't look good I'm laughing because I've been doing this all my life um and I think most women have at some point and maybe men as well in their lives they dress to cover something up and it just looks so obvious they're trying to cover that up 
sometimes it's just like I'll get it out you know what I love I, I mean I don't ever wear crop tops because I just don't want to wear them but a lot of um bigger ranges now are stocking crop tops which I quite like because it's like it's a bit of a middle finger up to yeah. beauty standards like I can wear a crop top as well you know it doesn't just because I'm not a size 10 yeah so I love that yeah no I think that's amazing I, I was gonna say you know how much do you think what you wear matters in like playing the game of life if that makes sense I think it I cannot I just can't speak for anyone else but for me it matters a lot um I mean, I maybe not just walking up the road to the shop, but if I'm going on a night out or I'm going out with my um, my fiance or I don't know, just just meeting a friend for coffee, I want to make a statement with what I'm wearing, and that statement is going to be what I what I'm feeling that day. Um, I know this sounds really strange, but sometimes when it's a really really sunny day and you just know that everyone's going to be in like I don't know delicate white tops and like flowy skirts. Sometimes I just love to wear an all black, very dramatic look because I know that everyone's going to be like, what? Like surprised by me. Um, I mean, I'm not saying everyone's going to just stare at me and be like, wow. But if someone's into fashion and they see me, they might think, OK, she's making a statement there. Um, I think that might be, you've got a bit of a rebellious nature, though, haven't you? Yeah, Kim? yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you speak to my mum and dad when I was little I was always quite um I don't know I wouldn't say naughty but I was always a little bit sort of re rebellious yeah I just wanted to, I, I've always kind of wanted to not do what everyone else does well, this is where this is where style personality comes in I'm, I'm obviously yeah. going to talk about that because I'm this is this is my world and this is what I'm passionate about and it's about you know how you express yourself through your clothes so I'd love to know you know you've have you've said in the past you've hidden yourself under clothes sometimes but you like to be noticed you 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 know people who are more classic dressers would be wearing tailoring you know really sort of low-key stuff navy blue cream that kind of thing I'm just interested to know how you know you like to wear black on a sunny day when everyone else is wearing white or whatever it's a rebellious thing yeah. nature it's part of your personality you're expressing yourself how would you say your style has evolved over the you're young you're you know that's why I love having you on this as well because you're you know you're only 31 and that's a time when I really felt I turned a corner in my confidence yeah in my life yeah. and I started to wear what I wanted more what about your sort of journey with with that I'm very much now I I really don't care what's on trend um I love keeping up with fashion I love knowing what's on trend but I will still wear something that's I don't know that was on, that was in fashion 10 years ago if I love what it looks like on me um and similarly I will you know if I love a certain trend I will try and wear it and sort of um I don't know tailor it to my body shape because obviously with fashion everything is based on you know the slim body um so if there's I mean do you, you know like mum jeans mum jeans at the moment yeah, they're they're so mom, aren't they? it's like mom. Yes, American accent. <laughs> I can't do it mom jeans mom jeans well whatever they're called mum jeans I call them yeah, I yeah. recently bought a pair of mom jeans um and I've only ever worn skinny jeans in my life um so wearing these like kind of baggy looking not very much shaped jeans I was like oh my god how am I gonna wear these but I figured out a way of wearing them um and I love them now like and they're so comfortable as well like I can actually wear them and be comfortable rather than just like eh, in my skinny jeans um but yeah like I mean I to me style is everything and 
if I'm going on a night out, if I don't feel comfortable and happy and sort of confident in what I'm wearing, I will not have a good night out. I need to know that I look bomb basically before I'm going out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is what I this is what I teach as well in my courses and everything is that how it can change completely how you feel. So, yeah. you know, there are certain times and we buy clothes from an emotional place as well. So any purchase that you make actually is, first of all, it's emotion first and it's rationalized second. Oh. So you sort of think, I want that. I want that dress. And then you think, do I need that dress? So, But the first thing is I want that. And it, but that's why how what we wear is such an extension of who we are because you're yeah. this is this is you this is you putting yourself out there you know and so you yeah. like if you don't feel good and uncomfortable then you're going to feel crap you know when you go yeah. out so I was going to ask you as well where like you know because we've talked about how difficult it is to shop on the high street if you're past a, a certain size you know mm. I think I think it's changing I feel as a personal shopper it's changing when I go into shops now I think there's a lot more choice there's a lot more plus size ranges I'll tell you the ones that I tend to to look at for my clients so I like I quite like Chi Chi London yep um, and they do sort of good event dresses uh ASOS curve but you've said you're not I, I think you've got something to say about them I quite like um never fully dressed mm, I like them I think they're pretty good um and then also I, anthropology I'm a big fan of anthropology but that's, that's a certain it. style of, but that's quite a bit it's a bit boho so it's mm. sort of if you're into that kind of if that's not your style then you might not yeah. like it but what about you where, where do you well I mean I firstly I I don't remember the last time I went shopping in a physical shop I can't stand it but then I don't know if that's a size thing or whether it's just my impatience because I can't stand being in <laughs> crowds of people dawdling around shops I'm, I'm not I'm not the most patient person I love I do love ASOS um but I do take issue with their inconsistency with their sizing I will buy something from ASOS like I don't know I, I for example I bought two dresses um last week in my in my sort of usual size and I tried them on and they were like sacks I just thought oh my god and they weren't supposed to be flowy they were supposed to be fitted and they just did not oh. fit them huge I was like what is going on it's so confusing um but no I love I love ASOS for the most part and there's just so much variety on there as well and lots of different designers um and to be honest with you I might need some tips because I don't really know where else to go online um I do like never fully dressed like you like and I used to look at boohoo and now I just give up with it because it's such terrible quality and I, oh, really? yeah. <laughs> I can't stand them anymore um but really I I am a massive like I'm obsessed with ASOS like I, that's what I go on for like that's my first sort of um location um yeah, I mean, this other, it, it, it depends on the person's style, right? So it depends on, so I can see why you'd like never fully dressed, for example, because it's it's just got exciting, like loads yeah. of colours, quite a lot of animal print, hasn't it? You know, it's got multicolour animal print, all sorts of nice things like that. But then if you're someone that's a bit more classic, I would suggest Kin at um, John Lewis or Cos, they do the more sort of plainer mm -hmm. things, but it just depends on the person's style. So... I mean, when would you say that you've got, because I, like I said, this is really the final question here, but, you know, I sort of turned some sort of confidence corner when I got to 30. Yeah. So, you know, uh, for me, getting older is actually has been a bit of a blessing. I've, I've enjoyed, you know, I'm I'm getting more confident as I get older and I'm thinking F you a lot more. I'm thinking I'm going to be myself because I'm I know myself more. 
would you say when would that have been for you sort of this self-image confidence and that kind of thing I think it's been I think it is around now I mean I turned 30 I was gonna say I turned 30 earlier this year didn't I turn 31 (laughs) (laughs) I mean last year's birthdays didn't count because of Covid so I'm still 30 but I think people get people get really panicky like oh I'm getting older and I just think it doesn't matter though like I'm quite happy to get older because as I'm getting older my confidence is growing and like I said, my level of self-acceptance has just catapulted stratospherically, cannot say that word, and (laughs) I'm honestly, like, if you compared me now with the person I was a year ago, it's insane, like, the difference, and I can't even really describe what, like, why or how, Um, I think it's just realising that my weight and my size and my appearance and my shape, I'm I'm still me inside and my weight has no bearing on my self-worth um and if someone's got a problem with my weight that is totally on them that's their thing that's their sort of that's their own kind of issue that they need to sort out um having a lot more compassion for myself has been a massive thing as well if you're constantly beating yourself up if you're constantly like oh I shouldn't eat that I need to go on a diet you're never gonna you're never gonna accept yourself because you're doing everything from a place of shame um, and a place of fear as well so I think if you live your life as somebody who can just accept yourself for who you are what you look like um, then you're just going to be lots happier and if you want to lose weight do it but don't do it for reasons other than you wanting to lose weight for you um yeah <laughs> Oh, I love that so much. And this is exactly, this comes up again and again on this podcast. It always comes back to this, which shows how powerful it is. Mm. Be authentically yourself if yeah. you can. That's always going to make everything else better. And when you get to that point, it is, it is amazing when, you know, and you will, like you say, if there are people that you're not friends with anymore or whatever, because you're being authentically yourself, it's all good. It's not bad. Yep absolutely um there are plenty of people not I mean not loads and loads but there are a good amount of people that have kind of I don't know distanced themselves from me since I started to be really unapologetic um and I just think well that's fine like my heart goes out to them if they if they felt that they needed to distance themselves from an authentic person who loves herself then that's on them yeah Uh, Whereas I'm, I'm attracted to that because I, I really respect right. it because I'm, I'm like a huge fan of that as well. And that's why I love the title of your business. So where can people find you? Thank you so much for joining me today. That's been oh, amazing. I love no, that thank chat. you for having me. I feel like we could probably chat for like chat on and hours, on. But some, you know, most people probably won't listen to that. <laughs> um, no, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. Um, I don't have like a business page, but I just have a normal profile and I'm, I'm happy to add anyone. It's Georgina L Chapman um and then on LinkedIn it is Georgina Chapman and I have a little palm tree next to my name on LinkedIn I don't know why I just like palm trees yeah, I'm also I on do. Instagram pardon I love a palm tree as well have a palm tree. it just reminds me of holiday which I really want to go on yeah me too <laughs> yeah I need, I need a holiday um yeah Instagram is at Georgina online ltd like limited um and yeah they're my three main places I don't really do any other social media brilliant so find Georgina there and then did you have any um influences that you follow you did tell me look this is how disorganized I am people listening anyone who wants to follow any um plus size we're going to call them influencers 
Yeah. Um, you sent me a list yesterday, Georgina. Who were they? Yeah. I've got a I've got a, a fair few that I love. And like I said to you yesterday, I'm dreadful at remembering um like at handles. I literally don't know what they are. I just know their first names and what they look like. Um I'm fine. Yeah, so, I mean, if you go on my Instagram and then you click on who I'm following, basically everyone on there is a plus size influencer or I don't know, someone to do with fashion or music or something. So I'm sure that's yeah that's always a good one I'm trying to find the list Georgina sent me I'll, I'll put it in the notes I'll put it in the notes on the podcast I'll put it underneath because I think that's always really nice to follow people that you can get that inspiration from and it's been amazing chatting to you so thank you so much for chatting to me today thank you it's been really fun A huge thank you to Georgina Chapman for joining me on the podcast today and for sharing all her thoughts with us and just for being unapologetically herself, which I absolutely love about her. So if you are someone who's going back to work soon into the office, you need to update your work wardrobe. I've created a free PDF guide for you. If you want to grab your guide, it's the six pieces I suggest you have in your wardrobe to make sure you've got a mix and match smart casual wardrobe only six pieces. These are the things that work again and again for my clients. Head to lisagilbystyle.com forward slash super six to grab your free PDF guide. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do take the time to leave me a quick review. It would mean the absolute world to me and I'll see you next time.